Hey guys, welcome to your next stop. I am pumped, pumped, pumped. You know, I say this all the time, but I love hearing an authentic story. I love hearing how someone followed a passion, turned it into a business, and that is exactly what Jordan King did. So I can't wait for her to dive into the story. Welcome, Jordan. How are you? Thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm great, and I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. Welcome to Your Next Stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to Your Next Stop. So Jordan, I would love for you, because I know you've had multiple businesses. I know. So you are a totally entrepreneur spirit, which is awesome because that is what this podcast is about. It's kind of to ignite people to think, oh, wait, she did it. She jumped in it. She went here. She went there. Can you tell us, my listeners, your story and just kind of dive into that? Yeah, happy to. So yeah, I've gone here and there and all over the place (laughs) over the years. So I'm coming up on a decade almost of being an entrepreneur. And I'm on my third business. And I think they've actually all started from passions, which is pretty cool. But it's like my passion has evolved. So as I have changed, what I've loved to do has changed. Um, And I think it's also just been like, partly me finding what is it that I really love to do? Like, you know, you don't know that when I started my first business, I was like 22 years old. I don't know what I like to do, you know? So my first business was in the college prep space. Started that with my mom. That was called Scholar Prep. And I really think of that as I, you know, you hear people talk about like getting a a real life MBA. And I feel like that's what my first business was because I didn't know anything. I didn't know any of the jargon in this space that I'm now like so deeply immersed in. I didn't know what a lead magnet was or a freebie or an email sequence. Like I had never heard of any of that stuff. And so it was just really fun to go through that experience. And I actually ended up selling that business, which was also kind of a cool thing that I feel like not a lot of people get to experience. Yeah. Um, I, I want to pause you. because yeah. So at 22, like what made you, did you go to university and then you decided you wanted to work for yourself? Did your parents have an entrepreneurial spirit? Like what, you know, when I was 22, I was like, okay, I'm moving to New York City, getting a job and advertising. Cause that's what, you know, I, I knew I wanted to be in New York City. I loved, I studied communication radio, television, and film. And so I really quickly realized that's what I want to, that's the space I want to be in. So that's where I went. Can you, like, did you have that background of an entrepreneur? Where did that come from? I think it's just ingrained in me. And I, I don't really know why, because I mean, my, my grandpa, which my family is all very, very close. So I grew up next door to my grandparents. So, you know, they're, they're almost like parents to me. Um, He was a dentist. So that's, you know, entrepreneurial, that's your own business. And my mom worked for them. And so it was a family business. And so I did grow up in that, but I didn't think about it as being entrepreneurial. And I don't know if they did either, which I think is interesting. It felt more secure and tangible than a lot of the stuff that I do. Right. But I, I can remember like in my childhood, I was always like the person who would like start a club 
like out of nowhere, like let's start a club and we're going to, this is going to be like our mission and we're going to do projects. Like that was so me. Let's like make a documentary. You know, I'm in eighth grade, like we're going to make a documentary and you're going to write the script and you're going to do the, you know, so that was just so me. And I think that I've pretty much fallen into my, most of my businesses, except for this last one by accident. So with the college prep business, I had applied for tons and tons of scholarships um, and, and I'm, I'm very competitive. And so that was something that I just kind of did on my own. Right. But my mom had this unique experience of serving on college scholarship review boards. So we both had just this really unique combination of, of experience. And so when my brother was getting ready to go to college, we were like, okay, here's how you're going to do it. And we made him like this manual and started showing it to other parents. And they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Isn't this like what the guidance counselor does? And we were like, no, you have to do this yourself. Right. Um, and so we just fell into this and accidentally created this book. Um, and so we self-published and ended up selling these books across the country and then evolved into doing digital courses and coaching and all of this. So fun to do that with your mom too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's very cool. So, okay. So that's how you did. And can you take us a little bit into when you decided, okay, this is not for me anymore. And you decided to sell it because I think that's a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, they go into it and they think, okay, I did follow my passion. I did follow my purpose. And now I don't love it anymore. Like, am I a failure? Like, what is that? But I, as you said, which I love what you said is you evolved as you grow, you evolved and your purpose and your passion kind of, you know, come out like I'm going to be 48 and I have found my purpose, you know, other than being a mom, you know, which is definitely my purpose in my business world. This is what I'm meant to be doing. This is my purpose. And all of my, you know, uh, all my steps in life where, you know, I went to school for communications, but I never thought, Okay, I went to the, on the sales side because I loved radio, television, and film, but I didn't love the creative side of it because I didn't think I was creative. I loved the sales part of it because it was the communications part of it, right? It was the people person part of it. And I didn't, you know, back then there was no podcasts and stuff like that. So I really found my purpose and passion at a later time in life, but it was when it was meant to happen. And I think people don't always realize. So at 22, that was meant to happen to you. You and your mom were meant to, you know, and your brother kind of was a part of that, which is really cool. So what, where was the, the kind of pinnacle point that you were like, okay, we're done with this, let's sell it. And then how did you guys, if you could take us through that journey a little bit? Yeah. So at some point I found it to be it, it felt so much like work and it felt so much like a struggle. And it's so, I get frustrated or I used to get frustrated with people being like, once you find your thing, it becomes easy. And I'm like, is that really true though? Because everything I've done feels really hard. Like I'm working so hard until my, my latest business. And it's like almost effortless. It's almost effortless. And I have so much confidence in it. Like I, I almost never question it, which was not the case before. And so at some point it it just got, it got so hard and it felt like I was working so hard and not seeing the results that I wanted to see. And, and then I, I, I eventually drilled down to, I don't feel like I really truly understand my target market because I was selling to parents and high school students. So parents of high school students and high school students were my target audience. And I wasn't a high school student anymore. I hadn't been a high school student for years. And I kind of didn't really remember what that was like. 
I definitely wasn't a parent, <laughs> you know? And so I was like, I don't really understand what these people are struggling with. Like, I know what I was struggling with, but I felt detached, I think is what it came down oh, to. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, I want to sell this. It was, it still felt like my baby. I didn't just want to let it go. And so I ended up selling it to a nonprofit, which was just like the ultimate dream for me. So um, much. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I told myself, I'm not going to ever start another business unless my target audience is me, because then I knew I could be connected right. with them. Right. And, and I think that's so that I love that you said that because that's exactly who I that my target audience is I fell into what I'm doing because I wanted to serve a purpose for my target audience, which was me at the time. And that's how I created my business. So, and I think another really important point that you said was that I love is that it was your baby. You didn't want to just say, okay, we're going to close the doors. And so I think that's a something for a lot of people to hear as well. There is a time that you close the doors, but there could be an opportunity to sell it. And so I love that you did the whole nonprofit thing. Can you take us a little bit through that? Like where did did that come organically? Or was that something that you were like, I want to sell this to a nonprofit? And then you, you know, you seeked the nonprofit out. It was a little bit of both. So I decided that I wanted to sell it. And I decided that I wanted to sell it myself, because I, I wanted the experience. And it wasn't, you know, like, a million dollar company or anything. So I wasn't going to go through this whole process of hiring a broker and all that. I was like, I think I can do it myself. I had a fairly robust email list. I had a lot of contacts in the space. I had built that business off of collaboration. So I had collaborated with people in the test prep industry and, um, you know, academics and you name it, anyone, anyone connected to college and scholarships, I was connected with. And so that really benefited me. And so all I did was I announced it. I announced it to my network. I announced it to my list. I said, this is what I'm looking for. I put together like my own, you know, like document of like, here's my, my stats. Here's all of the information. Here's what's included. I have inventory, all of that. And I had a decent amount of people reach out to me and did interviews and things like that. And there were some people that were like, eh, I just want to buy your list. And I was like, that's not, that doesn't feel good. Like I want, this is a product that I know helps people. I just don't want to be the one to carry it to the next level, you know? And this nonprofit I had worked with, they were actually a client. They had purchased, purchased books and they reached out and they were like, I think this would actually be a really good fit for us to just take it. And it just worked out perfectly. I love that. I love that. That's, I mean, that is one of those stories. That, I mean, again, I know my listeners are like, awesome, because that's one of those stories that feels really good, right? You you served a purpose for a time and then it was like, okay, I'm going to do something else. So when you sold the business, did you already have your second business in mind or did you take a break? Like, I would love to hear where and where, how old were you? Um, your mom was, was your mom on board? Like she was excited for like the sale and all of that. Yeah. So I actually, at one point I bought my mom out because I was like, I'm going to go all in on this. And she was like, ah, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> like, well, that's okay. I'll just do it. You know? So, um, I took over in, in about 2016, I took over as the sole owner and got to, that's when I really got to like learn a lot of different things because I was learning about more the digital world and the courses and all of that and really immersed myself into like the online business space. And I'm just so thankful for everything I learned then. And it was about 2018 when I decided to sell and we didn't finalize everything signed contract in 2019, end of 2019. So it was kind of a long process. Um, and the transition didn't even finish until about 
spring or summer of 2020. So very long process to actually sell and transition ownership over. I, I, I think I expected it to be faster, but, um, but it was actually very smooth and worked out really well. And so by that time I was almost 30 and I was pregnant with my first kiddo. And so my priorities had changed and I, I still had a nine to five. And so I was juggling a lot and I was like, this has like, you know, just reinforcing the fact that this baby needs to go to somebody else who can really take care yes. of it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I just have to pause you because I love this story. And I know you said you're like, we're going to have a lot to talk about, but it is exactly what I want my listeners to hear. Because again, we all have these journeys. We all have things that then priorities change. Like, you know, you're, you, you were starting to become a mother and it was like, okay, you know, you're, and it's not that you do it naturally. Like, I mean, not that you make, um, like you sit there and you're like, okay, now my priorities change. It's just something that happens to us women that in certain lifetimes, it just happens. So I love that that's what happened to you. And then you kind of were like, okay, this is where I am. So continue. I just had to say that. I just love yeah, this. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. So I, and I don't even, I can't remember if I mentioned, but I had also already started my new business. So I, and, and you'll maybe get the sense. I like to juggle a lot. Like I like to have my hands in a lot. Um, I and I too. like to take action pretty quickly. So, um, that usually means I've got a lot going on, but we, we sold the business and I had already started this other business. And again, total passion project. Um, I started a business mastermind with a friend of mine. We met at a local networking event, typical local networking event where you're going around and like, hi, my name is, this is what I do. Um, Not a lot of depth. And we were chatting and we were like, this isn't that great. Like we could do something better than this, right? Like let's actually get people, women, entrepreneurs in our local community together in a room and build real connections. Like I don't want to do superficial networking anymore. It's not any fun, especially because I'm an introvert, which people have a hard time believing sometimes, but I am definitely an introvert. And so it takes a lot of work for me to, to go to those types of events. Right. And so we did, we started our first six month business mastermind. And that was in, I think that was in 2018 around the same time and just started, started doing those and created another new business. I love that. So, and so you were, this is, it was when you were in the middle of selling your first business, you started your second business. And now did you already have your, were you, this is when you were pregnant with your first child or not yet. I got pregnant in 2019. So in 2018 listed the first business for sale and also started the second business just on the side. We didn't even file for an LLC. It was like purely passion, like yeah. almost selfish for us to get support. Didn't really know it was going to turn into a business. Um, and eventually it did. And then I got pregnant. Yeah. End of 2019. Got it. Okay. So that's, I, I love that timeline too, because again, I resonate so much with you. I love to be busy too. When I feel like, I think one of the worst things in life is to be bored and stagnant. And I never let that happen. And if it like, it starts, I'm like, Oh, I need to do something. Um, whether it's back in the day, like, okay, we need to have another kid or get another dog or okay, start a business and then start another business and, and evolve businesses. So when did you realize that one? Okay. I'm finished with that. When did that kind of dissolve or do you still the second have business? Yes. Um, very recently. So we actually haven't even finished our paperwork, but we've been wrapped up with clients, um, for several months and 
that again was all it's it's a process, right? And so this is actually my second partnership that I'm wrapping up. And I always tell people like on paper, it looks like I've dissolved two partnerships, but in reality, like I have had the best luck with partnerships. I mean, I think it's rare for people to be able to walk away from a partnership being like, yeah, we got like exactly what we needed from that. And now we're going to go our separate ways and we're still great friends or we're mother daughter, you know? So I feel very, very fortunate in that. Um, it's cool because her name's Cassie, my, my business partner, and we are exact opposites. Like I'm, I'm an Enneagram one. I'm like by the book. I am like, you know, tech person, systems, structure. And she's like, I'm ADD. And like, I just care about creativity and my feelings. And like, she's absolutely amazing. And so we were doing duo coaching. Um, so we, we started the mastermind. We're supporting women in that space, six-month masterminds, and then realized how powerful this format was and started coaching women on how to create these group programs, these masterminds that are so powerful. And we did that for about a year and ran group programs and did all kinds of fun stuff. And now she's going her way with... She does podcasts and all kinds of cool creative stuff. And I'm like, I just want to live in the details and the nerdy systems. Like That's all (laughs) I want to (laughs) do. So that's so funny. Okay. Cause I, and I also, I've done a podcast on Enneagram as well, and I know Enneagram very well. Um, so I love that you just said you were a, a, a one because I, I totally can get that picture. So what was, what is Cassie? Is her She's name? a seven. She's a seven. So yeah. that's what I am. Opposite. So yeah. <laughs> I am a seven. This is so funny. I am a seven, eight, almost tied, which is really, really strange. Huh. But in my business world, and that's why I love podcasting because I can kind of put them both together. Um, so there's, and, and this, when I was actually speaking with an Enneagram coach, she's like, you're, I mean, 98%, like it, on both, she's like, it's very interesting and strange. I'm like, but I'm always that because I am totally ADHD. I actually am diagnosed ADHD. So yeah, she is too. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think some of my seven comes with that, but I do think like when I am in business mode and when I first had kids, it was really crazy for everyone to see because I became like an eight. I was like, okay, this is how I'm running my house. And everyone was like, wait a second. Oh, I like, I thought you were going to be like the fun, no, no rules, no structure. And I was like, oh no, I need structure. I need rules. And I run my house as the kids gotten older, it's a little less tight, but a very tight ship. So it was very interesting for people that knew me. Even my husband was like, what's happening? Like you would always be like, yes, we're off for the next adventure because I love adventure. I love change. Um, but I didn't as a kid, I wasn't into, I wasn't into like the fantasy stuff. So like, that's where like the seven of that, but I am very, I love the action. Like I love to know where the action is, but sometimes I could step back and just be like, okay, I need a little bit of space. I am very much of an extrovert, but as I've gotten older, I could see a little bit more of the eight come out. Do you know what I mean? Like, and especially now that I have a business and this is my second business as well. I can see where it's when I am in my business mode is when things really start expanding in this way. But then when I bring in my creativity part, it really goes it like it, it's a great it's a great combination. So I love that you found that with your partner, right? I love that you found that with Cassidy that you guys is it Cassidy or Cassie? Cassie. Cassie, I keep calling. Sorry, Cassidy, if you're listening, Cassie, if you're listening to this. Um, but that's what's so cool. And that's what is again, when people are in a space that maybe they they don't have all the time because they're a mom or they have another business or they just it is great to find a partner that helps you and and kind of 
helps you with the parts that you maybe need a little bit of pushing with, right? So it's, yeah. it's a great, that's a great partnership. So I love that you guys also realized, okay, it's time to kind of part. Let's go on and do our own thing. So what is Cassie doing? Is she staying with the business or is that like you guys kind of put that to bed? It actually worked out beautifully in that the parts of the business that she really enjoyed, shocker, um, I didn't <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> so she's keeping the brand, she's keeping the social media, doing the events, thing, all that type of stuff. And I'm cr- keeping all of the IP, the course, the stuff that I developed, the nerdy, you know, the resources yes. and the structure. And so I'm actually getting ready to launch what we did as a group program together as a course. So restructuring and putting, putting it all together, you know, in a system and a process though. So that's just me. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodes, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Can you tell us, so where, where, if they wanted to find Cassie, if they're like, that sounded really interesting, can you tell us where to find her? And then can you also share where people can find you as well with the, with the new business that you're going to jump into and tell us like, you know, all about that? Yeah. So the old business is called Femme Mastermind, F-E-M, just one M, Femme Mastermind. And the Instagram is Femme Masterminds with an S. So they can, they can find out more about her and that there. And then my new business is called Easy Scaling. Okay. And so tell us again, when you were doing Femme Masterminds, did you all of a sudden start, like, as you said, there was things that you were like, eh, I don't love, I don't love. Did you then be like, okay, I'm going to start my third business in your mind? Like, were you kind of already like one foot out the door thinking about how you can do that? Or did it also come kind of organically? I think it was a little bit of both. And, you know, that's the beautiful thing about having a partnership where you're also friends and you're also like, your biz besties, right? So like she's seen this evolution that I've gone through and I've seen the evolution that she's gone through from before we were business partners. And so I could talk to her and be like, I just really feel like I'm supposed to be doing like something else, like really specific. And I had tossed around this idea of contract COO and this was years ago. Um, And she was like, yeah, that sounds exactly up your alley. Like you should do that. That's probably a thing. And then I put it on the back burner and didn't really think about it. And then I was like, maybe I just want to be a business coach or a business strategist. And I kind of played around with a lot of different ideas on the side while we were doing our business. And I (laughs) tried so many things and realized this isn't what I like, I, you know, the business coaching, I actually do love strategy, but I like to get my hands dirty. And I have a really hard time talking to people and being like, this is what you should do. And then not just being able to like, here, <laughs> let me do it for you. <laughs> you know, This is how you do it right. Like, let me just do it. And right. so eventually I was like, maybe I should just lean into that. That's probably a thing. <laughs> hundred percent. That's the thing because there's people out there that want just the direction. And then there's people that need the more handhelding right? The mirror, yeah. they need, okay, this is what we're doing. So do you meet with people just kind of coming off the top of my mind? Do you be, meet with people one-on-one that are starting a business and you kind of tell them exactly what to do? Or can you give us a little insight into the business? Yeah, I, I was doing that um, kind of in the interim before I really decided this is the business, this new business, easy scaling that I'm doing. And, and I love doing that. But again, like my zone of genius is systems, process, execution, implementation, that type of stuff, and also delegation and coordination. And, and so I realize I don't just want to tell you what to do. 
I don't really necessarily want to do it either, like, but I can tell exactly who needs to be working on this project and when they need to be doing what. And so I like within a few weeks built an agency, not on purpose. Well, it wasn't my plan going into it, but I was like, I think I just need a team of like 10 people who do different things. And so made an agency and now that's what we do. So we do implementation and and I just make sure everything's running really, really well and get to just live in the strategy space. I love that. So that's the other thing. So I would love for, because I know there's people out there thinking, okay, I have that idea, but I don't have the money to hire people. Um, so like, how did it all kind of start? Did you do, like collaborate with people and be like, let's build this together. And if you can give us a little insight into that. Yeah. So you know, I go back to the the thing I mentioned at the very beginning of, you know, remembering when I'm in eighth grade and I'm like, we're going to do this documentary and here I'm going to be the director. Right. And so I feel like that is the part of me that's coming out with this new business and the part of me that I, I really enjoy living in that place. And, and, and I think it's partly because a, a big, a big part of what I really enjoy is building relationships and collaborating with people. Like that was a big part of my first business. It was a big part of my second business. And that's really like at the core of what I do now. And so when I decided to build this agency, I said, I know I can't hire a bunch of employees like right off the bat. Um, even though I was very fortunate in that I, I put it out there what I was doing and I had two clients within a week. And I was like, okay, well, that's, that's good validation. I, I, now I really need to hire people. Um, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to go all in with employees. Um, so everyone on my team is an independent contractor. So I reached out to a bunch of different people. I set the expectation up front that look, I may have one client for you in the next month. I may have two, I may have none, but let's build a relationship and see what types of clients you work well with, what kind of arrangement works for you. It's very important for me to like really support the people that are on my team and figure out what they enjoy doing, but also to find people who are in it for the long run. Cause a lot of people, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a VA right now, but I don't want to be a VA in the next year. And that's not the type of people I was looking for my, for on my team. So it was a really long process of interviewing dozens and dozens of people and tapping into my network again, because I, I'm fortunate to know a lot of people in the online business space. And that once I found someone, I'm like, okay, I need someone very similar to what you do, but maybe they work in different platforms. And so it just kind of blossomed from there. I love that. I love that. And I think that's like something that's so important for people to hear, because again, a lot of people might have the idea, but think, how do I actually implement that, right? How do I actually make that work if I don't have the funds coming in yet? Like, yes, when I have the funds coming in, I plan on outsourcing. But so the fact that you created the impl- you know, the implementation where it's the independent contractor. So I love that. Can you tell people where they can find you? Because I'm sure there are people right now are like, oh, yes, I want to know more about that because that sounds exactly what I need. Yeah. So uh, my website's just easyscaling.com. And then on Instagram, it's my my name, Jordan Shonda King. Awesome. Can you spell that? Because I'm dyslexic. And so I know. My, yeah, for, for I, sure. Yeah, People that are driving, they're like, wait, I can't get to that. So if wait, you can spell that. Yeah. So it's Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N, Shonda, which is my maiden name, S-C-H-A-N-D-A, and then King. K-I-N-G. And I'm sorry, I, I just called you Jordan King because I didn't know how to say Shonda. No, so. <laughs> that's fine. You don't have to. It's like, I felt like Jordan King was kind of like, you know, not 
I apologize to my husband. It's like a little dull. Like it's like common. It's like too short of a name. I, I grew up Jordan Shonda. It's so unique. Like no one's ever heard of that. Right. I just couldn't be Jordan King. I don't know. No, I, I hear you. I love it. Do you, there's similarities to us, right? Cause I love like standing out a little bit, even though I know you said you're an introvert, but like, there's like the uniqueness that like, you know, a one kind of likes as well. Like, right. You like the unique, like we're not, everyone's doing the same thing kind of thing. So yeah, um, I love that. So again, this is all going to be in the show notes, guys. If you have more questions, you know, where, to find Jordan. And, um, we're, it's so crazy. We literally are just having like a thunderstorm and I can hear in my headphones. I'm like, what is all that noise? And I'm like peeking out the window at an absolute downpour. Hmm. Didn't know that was supposed to be happening today. <laughs> so thank you, Jordan, so much for coming and sharing your story with the, your next stop listeners, because I know right now there's a lot of people being like, yes, I love this. If she can do it, I can do it. And so, um, I appreciate you joining us. Well, thank you so much. This was so awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah, so nice to meet you. Guys, if you you know what to do, if you like what you heard, please go rate, review, and subscribe and go find Jordan at Easy Scaling. It's easyscaling.com, right? And on Instagram, Easy Scaling to learn more about what she's doing. And um, again, if you have a passion or purpose or something in your mind that you want to create, but you just don't know how to do it, there's people out there that can help, but also you just have to do it. You can't just sit on it. If you want to write that book, if you want to start that blog, if you want to start that company or you have something to invent, don't just let it sit on paper, make it action. So again, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 